What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. I'm your host, of course, my name, Angel. And today, as you more than likely already seen the title, it's a new horror film that just came out, uh, I want to say, just yesterday, I believe. Um... And uh, I gotta say, uh, it's definitely not the uh, not the not their best of the franchise, uh, but definitely not the worst of the franchise. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Of course, you guys already know spoilers everywhere. I will be breaking down the uh, scenes and film and whatnot, so keep that in mind. And of course, guys, before I get started. Uh, Make sure you follow me on Instagram, spoiler reels, spoiler underscore reels. You'll see me put all the content out there. So check that out. That's where you can message me uh, there. to if, if you want me to review a certain film or whatever, just let me know. Also, I think because it's this uh, podcast gets, uh, uh, you can listen to it on Spotify. So, and I believe on Spotify, you can send me messages there as well, I believe. Uh, so if you want to, Send me messages there. That's fine as well. Uh, that being said, let's get started. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. As you guys already know from the uh, title... I will be reviewing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 film. And I, I, I don't understand why they don't just... Oh, well, I guess, you know, I, I would say they had... They did attempt at different titles of this film, of course, with like Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre, Leatherface, uh, The Next Generation, 3D... So it, it, they tried something different. I think I, I just wish they could have tried something a little bit different on this one. Because, I mean, we already got the Halloween, same name, Scream, same name. Now this one, it's the same name. But uh, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, if they do continue with this franchise, hopefully they change something of the title there. Uh, this was directed by David Blue Garcia. Um, these uh, It stars uh, Sarah Yarkin. Elsie Fisher, Mark Burnham, Moe Dunford, uh, Nell Hudson, Jessica Lane, Owen Foray, Jacob Lattimore, Alice Cridge, William Hope, Julian Coy, and Sam Douglas. And, uh, oh man, it doesn't show the budget on this thing. Uh, but it, it's distributed by Netflix, guys. So if you guys are, if you guys haven't seen it, um it's on netflix if you guys already have seen it more than likely that's why you guys are listening to this episode to see if we if our reviews and our ratings uh match and we'll see we'll see um so i'll uh, give you a quick little review of it Se- uh, texas chainsaw massacre is a 2022 american slasher film directed by david blue garcia co-directed by christian Mai, with the screenplay by chris thomas devlin from an original story co-written by uh, Fede Alvarez and Rodos 
Yagas. The film is a sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of 1974. So technically, it's basically ignoring all the other movies that came before it. Sound familiar? And the ninth installment of the... Holy shit, the ninth installment? Jesus. Uh, of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Picking up several decades after the original film, the story focuses on the serial killer Leatherface targeting a group of teens and coming into a conflict uh, with a vengeful survivor of his previous murders. The project is a joint venture production between legendary pictures, Bad Ombre, and Exubia Films. The film stars Sarah Yarkin and all the group I just mentioned. After the release of Leatherface in 2017, Lionsgate had plans for five more films in the franchise. However, the studio lost the rights due to the time it took to release uh, to release it. Legendary acquired um, the franchise rights with Alvarez and Sayagas serving as producers alongside Pat Cassidy. The dual filmmakers Ryan and Andy Tohill were initially signed on as directors, but were replaced but with Garcia due to creative differences. Oh my god. Uh, filming took place in Bulgaria in August 2020. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released on February 18, 2022, which was just yesterday. Uh, the film received generally negative reviews from critics. Uh, look, look, I will say this, as I mentioned, guys, I think this film, I went in with low expectations because granted a lot of the horror films nowadays, um, excluding a few, obviously a few hidden gems here and there, but the pro I think my main problem with this, this film is that it, it took ideas from the movies, previous movies, like, Having to bring in one of the actor actress that survived in the 1974, the actual person, to come back and uh, reprise her role and to settle the score with with Leatherface, it's a ripoff to Laurie Strode coming back in 2018. I mean, I think I think I think everybody already saw that. I don't think I need to tell you guys that. I think you guys already saw it as soon as you know we even saw the trailers. We're like, okay, now it's trying to nitpick. A little bit. And granted, a lot of the movies, they, you know, they copy other movies and stuff and they try to make it their own and that's fine. But it was pretty obvious, at least for me. In my point of view, it was pretty obvious they were just trying to rip off Halloween uh, 2018. Um, a lot of it, guys, look, what I did enjoy of this film, though, were the kills. I think the kills were some, some of them were pretty creative. Some of them were pretty good, gruesome. Um... And some were just like, they were good, but uh, I wish they could have relied on prosthetics on this one. Relying too much on CGI just kind of, uh, you can tell at times, you know. But I, look, granted, it, it's it, the, the kills were still, they still look pretty good. Uh, and what I really also enjoyed is that this movie is about an hour and 25 minutes. So it's basically around 90 minutes or so, which is perfect. Because you don't need to, you don't need to stretch this this film out. We know what it's about, we know who it is, and they just they just want you to get fucking going with this film, and that's exactly what they did. And my, but my fucking concerns in this one was the characters. I fucking hated these characters. I, I didn't care for them. I, I didn't care enough for them. And it's not just because they were influencers or or YouTubers or whatever the fuck. It's not that. I think if I think none of them outside of maybe only one 
uh, character had some kind of backstory where, like, one of the main characters uh, was in this um, school shooting and survived. And so she's against pro, like, she's against uh, guns and all that stuff. And the group that she's she's with, like, uh, her sister, who's, who I think is, like, the, uh, the most annoying one out of the bunch, uh, they all the four of them are like uh, pacifists. I think that's what they said. Like you know, like uh, it, it it was very political in this one, and I I was kind of thrown off of it a little bit. But granted, this is the new kind of generation, I guess, in a way, and uh, uh, they wanted to put that out there. I was like, okay, you know, and, and look, something different, something different. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's different times. It's not. 1974 anymore times have changed so i get it i get it but uh it's kind of like throwing it right at your face kind of thing and i normally don't really like that but i think what really saved this movie was uh leatherface and the kills um everything else was just kind of just throw kind of throw away so uh that's my two cents on that let's get to the plot here guys so i kind of break it down a little bit more here for you guys so all right Nearly 50 years after Leatherface's killing spree in 1973, young entrepreneurs Melody and Dante, Melody's, Melody's sister Lila, and Dante's girlfriend Ruth travel to the abandoned Texas town of Harlow. Uh, so they're basically driving to Harlow to, because uh, supposedly they had settled with the bank uh, to get this property, and they want to reopen it for like influencers and all this other stuff. So. Right off the bat, I didn't really like, uh, what's the girl's name? Uh, Melody, I think it's Melody, or Lila, one of them, who immediately starts talking crap to one of these guys, this guy that just came in on a truck or whatever and pumping gas, and she immediately just kind of like goes off on him, and it's like, what the fuck? Just because he had a gun on it, on his waist and whatnot, and it's, look, granted, her sister who survived the, sh- the, sh- the school shooting, she's against it now, obviously. She's against it. It's it's for, it's you know, she lashed out for her sister and whatnot. But even the sister wasn't lashing out or anything. Uh, but she did, obviously. And it just kind of rubbed the dude the wrong way, clearly. And then immediately right there, it's like, am I not supposed to like this fucking character? Because I'm not liking this character. So job well done on that. Um but immediately, you, you just don't feel for these characters at all. You get no depth out of them. You get nothing out of them outside of the one person, uh, the girl uh, that survived the school shootout. That's like the only one you somewhat care for. But even then, she makes dumb decisions in this movie. And it just, uh, it's pretty annoying, but whatever. Um, uh, let's see. Ruth traveled to abandoned Texas town of Harlow to auction off old properties to create a trendy, heavily gentrified area. While inspecting a di- uh, dilapidated orphan- orphanage, the group discover it is still occupied by an elderly woman called Jeannie. When she claims she has papers to prove she still owns the property, an argument breaks out, briefly interrupted by a silent and towering man from upstairs. Jeannie then collapses from a heart attack and is rushed to the hospital, accompanied by Ruth and the man. Uh, so... The lady explains that uh, that she does have the that she still has the deeds the documents uh, that says that she still owns this property, and um, 
I guess she kind of make like some kind of a, a remark to um, one uh, to the guy right there, uh, to the guy that was that trying to auction this place, and and I think she thought she, she it sounded like she made it she made a racist racist remark, and he didn't put up with it, so he walked out and he 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 just immediately thought that she was a racist racist broad. Uh, because there's uh there's also like um uh, what's what's that those south southern uh flag like I supposedly it's considered redneck flag or whatever and uh so that's hanging right there so the, you you get that b bad vibe immediately um and then uh, so she gets that heart attack and of course we know the big dude that they they mentioned in the scene is that it's Leatherface. But it's Leatherface without the Leatherface. Uh, he just has this hair down and everything like that. Uh, the, the the sheriff and the deputy are right there to escort her and whatnot to take her to the hospital. And, of course, uh, Leatherface goes with them, not knowing that it's... I don't think it's, they even know that that's Leatherface. And um, she ends up dying right there while on the road. Um, the guys... I, I really wish I could... Um, know the characters uh names here but <clears throat> um they um one of them who was supposed to be the wife of the main character um the guy that had a problem with uh, with the lady he uh she ends up going uh because i think uh lila like lila kind of felt bad she just says like are we are we in the wrong here do we even have the documents here? I'm just going with with what Dante said or whatever. And um, also, it's Ruth. Ruth is Dante's girlfriend, and she's the one that goes to make sure that the lady survives and whatnot. And then on the way, and it was supposed to be Lila. Lila was the one, Lila was the one that was supposed to go with her because she's the one that felt bad. And uh, but instead, it's Ruth, and because Lila and Dante are the ones that are that are running this show so she has to stay back and uh so they go and then uh the the mom dies and leatherface is trying to like mess with her oxygen tank to kind of give her uh uh breath and and, and uh she ends up dying and he fucking loses it he keeps trying with the oxygen tank and, and the deputy kind of just gets a little bit annoyed and he tells him to stop he touches his hand and then uh, Leatherface immediately gets mad, grabs his arm and fucking breaks, snaps his arm, his forearm in half, which sticks to his bone is sticking out, and Leatherface just completely just shoves that fucking bone up that dude's neck, and and stabs the hell out of him, and you just see this blood gushing everywhere, and while the deputy is getting fucking stabbed on the neck, he also does reach for the gun and he aims for it, but Leatherface. Grabs that, grabs the gun, and aims for the for the sheriff who's driving, and then shoots him through the neck, and having them fucking go off the road and they crash basically. Uh, an investor, Catherine, along with a group of potential buyers, arrive in Harlow on a large bus, distracting Melody, and and Dante. Uh, meanwhile, Lila strikes up a friendship with a local mechanic. Oh, so it's not Lila. I'm sorry. It's uh, Melody. Melody is the one that felt bad and whatnot. Lila is the one that's is the one that has the uh, uh, that suffered from the uh, the school shootout. 
she strikes up with a, a, a friendship with the local mechanic, uh, Richard, and reveals she was a survivor of a school shooting, leaving her terrified of guns because he has a gun right there and he's trying to uh, show her how to shoot it and whatnot. But she's afraid as soon as she hears that the gun click. Um, uh, Jeannie dies en route to the hospital. Ruth uh, texts Melody before the man goes berserk and murders the officers driving the ambulance, leading it to crash. When Ruth awakes, she witnesses the man revealed to be Leatherface cutting off Jeannie's face to wear as a mask. Uh, so he, he he ends up uh, taking his mom's body and she, he starts just basically ripping her, her face apart and uh, puts it on him. Obviously, I think it's just a way of him saying that he, you know, his mom will always be a part of him. I don't know. Uh, creepy, but, you know. And uh, and the sheriff kind of wakes up. Like, I thought he died, but even with the gunshot wound on his neck, he kind of starts waking up, kind of like panicking when, and Ruth is kind of telling him, like, be quiet, be quiet. He's still outside. He can, get, he can attack us. And, of course, Leatherface hears him. He walks on the side of the driver's uh, the driver's seat, and she pretends to kind of like she's knocked out, and he base and Leatherface just basically beats the shit out of him with the I think the oxygen tank, and just beats the shit out of him on his head and, and killing him right there and then. Uh, Ruth uh, Ruth manages um, to radio for help before being killed by Leatherface, who then makes his way back to Harlow. So Ruth. Uh, Grabs the radio and uh, she tries to contact anybody that can listen to, and it's actually this um, little small gas station store that they were in the beginning of the movie. And uh, he realizes that uh, he hears it that time. Hey, she's he's cutting her face. He's cutting her face, and he knew right away that that was Leatherface. And once he found out, that's when he tried to call um, uh, Anne. Uh, I believe that's her name, Anne, the, from the. Uh, from the 1973 and because she's i guess she's been trained or she was she used to be a cop just to hunt this dude down and was never able to find him and so and now she's on her way to to kill uh, leatherface uh during a property auction melody reads uh ruth's uh text and prepares to leave with lila uh, Richard overhears them talking about Jeannie's death and confiscates their keys, agreeing to give them back once they provide proof that they rightfully removed Jeannie from her home. Melody and Dante return to the orphanage to find them. Meanwhile, Sally Hardesty, Sally, oh, I said, man. <laughs> Sally Hardesty, the sole survivor of the Leatherface previous killing spree, and now a, a battle-hardened ranger, sound familiar? Learns of Ruth's attacks, attack and heads out to investigate. At the orphanage, Melody discovers that the papers uh, discovers the papers and realizes that Ginny was wrongfully evicted. Uh, she, she ends up finding that uh, she did have the the, the deed. Uh, Leatherface arrives at the orphanage and attacks Dante, mutilating him. Melody then hides uh, as Leatherface retrieves his chainsaw from his bedroom. So in this scene, um, it showed basically uh, Sally uh, went to where every, where the leather where they crashed, and, re and then this was a pretty creepy scene, like how they uh, uh, 
she kind of like starts looking around to see what's going on and then uh, she turns around and sees that her Leatherface's mom is just kind of sitting without her face and whatnot and it just just you just see the muscle face and all that stuff and the eyes sticking out and uh, it was a it, it, it was that scene was pretty good I was like oh damn that was that's pretty creepy <laughs> like it, it looked creepy you know like so it was it was a good uh, that was a good scene right there another good scene I think that was before was when he was walking when Leatherface was walking back to Harlow um, all you see is this shot of this uh, of this field. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of see him kind of like pop his head up a little bit, like out of nowhere. Like I was like, "That's a really good shot right there." I'm not hating on this on some of the cinematography in this uh, in this movie. Some of the cinematography was actually well done in this in this film, uh, a lot better than the other ones. Uh, 3D and and, and the, the next generation. Yeah, I'm talking about those. Um, so. Melody hides us. Uh, Melody hides. Uh, this is where um, you hear footsteps. Dante kind of basically he sees that his, the the knives and the pots or whatever are moving, and once he stops it, he sees that Leatherface is behind him, and Leatherface basically uh, cuts his face, part of his or like his jaw in a way, and you don't see much. You just see the the the, the door swinging. And all you just see is kind of like the blood splattering and Dante kind of moving around and whatnot. And then he kind of basically uh, pushes pushes his body out the door. And then you just kind of see him, see him lay, uh, fall flat on the floor. And uh, uh, what's, it, what's her name? Melody sees it. And she sees that Leatherface is going to go upstairs. So she hides in the closet. And uh, Leatherface basically goes up that room where she's at, and he opens the closet, but doesn't see her. She was kind of like well hidden, I guess. And you just see kind of Leatherface grabbing one of the one of his mom's dresses, and he just sits down and puts the dress on, kind of like smelling it because he misses her her mom, his mom and whatnot. And he starts putting makeup, like blush or whatever, on on his face. But I mean, on his mom's face, because it's what his mom used to put. And I was kind of like tripping out a little bit right there. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, it is, I guess he just, he's always seen his mom put makeup or whatever. So he's trying to put makeup on the face of his mom's face. That's on his face. Um, uh, he hears that the group of people are over there, uh, outside and whatnot. So he kind of walks, walks out. And, uh, this is where we see melody kind of get out of the closet and, and she looks out the window, kind of trying to get someone's attention, but they don't see her and whatnot. And then uh, the Leatherface comes back upstairs, and she goes, she uh, she goes, uh, hides under the bed. And this is where we see that Leatherface gra grabbed a, um, uh, a hammer and basically starts pounding the shit out of this out of the out of this uh, wall uh, where his his uh, old chainsaw is hidden, basically. And then a rainstorm hits. I don't know where. I don't know how because, I mean, it was a nice, hot, sunny day. And all of a sudden, it's, a rainstorm kicks in um, as night falls. And Catherine and Lila take over in the bus with the buyers. Dante manages to stumble out of the orphanage where he is discovered by Richard before bleeding to death. And then, and then when uh, Richard turns uh, Dante around, you see Dante's jaw kind of split open. But the thing is... It's completely CGI. It's it's. I just wish they could have done makeup instead. You know, like 
prosthetics, makeup, something to make it look way more real. Because the CGI, even though the CGI is a lot better nowadays, it still doesn't do too well with horror films. I mean, maybe that's just me, but I wish they could have just gone with makeup, you know, and prosthetics with this, with, you know, it's just his jaw kind of slid open. I'm pretty sure they could have done something, but they relied on CGI a little too much on this film. Uh, and then, uh, leaving, uh, uh, Dante to die, basically. Richard enters the orphanage and, and is attacked and killed by Leatherface. So he tells them to get back in the bus and stay in the bus and whatnot. And he's going to look into that house and see what's going on. So, And he has a gun and he basically goes upstairs where um, Leatherface is hiding behind the door. And uh, Melody is still under the bed. Here's, a, here's one of the scenes where it kind of tripped me out. There's, a, there's like a tall mirror that's laying on the floor. And uh, Richard is about to basically, you know, he's looking around to see where Leatherface is at or see, see what's going on, basically. And Melody wants to warn Richard, but she doesn't want to expose herself. So what she does is that she kind of sticks her leg out out of the bed and tries to move the mirror so that Richard can see that Leatherface is behind the door. Did How the fuck did Leatherface not see the, the mirror move? Did he not see her leg sticking out with the while she was moving the mirror? Because once he ends up killing Richard, he doesn't go after Melody, not knowing full well that he's that she's under the bed, and it, that kind of threw me off a little bit. But that scene where Richard and and Leatherface kind of duke it out, it was a pretty nice. It was like a nice, pretty, uh, nice, decent fighting scene. Um, it was pretty gruesome. This was like one of the most gruesome ones right here. It was like uh, uh, Leatherface basically got his hammer and like completely whacked the fuck out of his leg, and his and Richard's leg completely just bends over. It's like a U turn. It's like a U basically. And I was like, oh man, that looked that looked harsh. Um, and then he ends up getting stabbed on the on the neck on with the broken glass from the window. And then once he's laying down, he sees that that Melody's under the bed, and he and he takes the keys that he took from them earlier for to you know from the bus to the front of the bus. So he tries to give the the keys uh, before he dies, and then Leatherface completely uh, beats the shit out of out of Richard's head with the hammer. Like he hit him like five six times, leaving leaving uh, uh, Richard's head completely fucking smashed and. Turned into a pancake, basically, and uh, and that's another thing too. Like I, I just don't know if like how did Leatherface not know that Melody was there at that point? It, Richard was Richard almost kind of gave her her spot away by trying to give her the the keys, unless he just unhooked them and kind of just placed them there to to tell him like you know get out of here instead of him tossing them or something. Then that would have been stupid, but he didn't. He couldn't obviously because he. Fucking Leatherface completely hit him with the hammer. Um, where is that? Where am I? Uh, so he ends up killing uh, Richard, and then oh, yeah, so Melody retrieves the 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 car and uh, the car and bus keys from his uh, from his body before fleeing the house, reuniting with Lila. 
They get on the bus pursued by Leatherface, who begins slaughtering all of the people aboard. But before this, um, she gets the keys. I don't know why it, it doesn't mention this, but she gets the keys and she Leatherface is on the other side of uh, uh, in another room and she wants to get go downstairs. But this house is very old it, and so the the floors are creaking every time she takes a step. So. So she just goes over the stairs, tries to go over the stairs really quiet because she also has the keys and whatnot. And and then once <laughs> she was making some pretty loud sounds and I was kind of like, how is Leatherface not hearing this? But once she kind of jumps down a little bit, I was like, oh, he had to have heard that. And he did. Uh, once she kind of went, jumped down a little bit on the stairs, uh, the camera pans up and sees that Leatherface is at full costume. He has this whole gear going and the and the chainsaw. And uh, he throws this hammer, the hammer at her. Uh, she falls through the stairs, having her fall all the way down to the uh, basement. And she goes through the basement hiding. And, and Leatherface is basically using his chainsaw to kind of cut through the floor and trying to get her there. And uh, and that scene where like the where he's basically chainsawing the whole floor all the way down uh, to chasing her. That was a nice scene. I really liked how that how that. Um, uh, how that was shot. Uh, it was basically following the chainsaw that's chasing after Melody. It looked the real. It, it was it was really nice. I am not hating on the uh, cinematography on this. I think it's really nice how they how they did this uh, film when it comes to the the cinematography on it. And then Lila finds out that she's there, opens the fucking little door, or whatever, and grabs Melody. And then they go into the and that's where they hop onto the bus. And they try to get out of there, but once um, uh, uh, they were, they were about to leave, but I guess uh, Leatherface somehow I think pops the tires and whatnot, and the fucking bus driver I don't know why opens the door to go and check it out to see what's going on, uh, only to when I only when they were calling him, uh, Leatherface basically throws his his uh, his fucking head into the bus. And freaks everybody out. Here's the one thing too though. This lady that I guess is like managing all this. When she saw Dante earlier dead and whatnot. She goes back to the bus and sits down. Tells the bus driver to not open the doors for nothing. And she just sits down and that's it. She doesn't warn anybody. She doesn't explain this uh, uh, to Lila. Because Lila was at the bus this whole time. And she just goes and sits down. She doesn't tell any of the people that's in the bus. Explaining, like, what's going on. I guess she doesn't want to freak them out. But you just sitting there not doing anything about it. Just, it was fucking stupid. Uh, it made no sense to me on that at all. And, uh, of course, Le uh, Leatherface uh, gets on the on the, on the the bus. And the, and the influencers, of course, all the, immediately, they just grab their phone. And start recording Leatherface and... and he threatens to say, "Hey, if you if you hurt me, I'm gonna cancel you." I was like, "Oh my god, really, really?" And I was like, "I was like, destroy these dudes already." <laughs> and he did. This scene, this the 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 bus scene, uh, was one of the best scenes in this film. The way he it, it was just full on, uh, bloody, uh, fucking legs and arms and heads are just flying everywhere i mean it's just bloody after bloody leatherface is just completely annihilating these dudes and it just it just trips me out how none of them just like there's a bunch of you and only one of him granted yes he does have the chainsaw 
But couldn't you guys all just kind of group, you know, ganged up on them? But I guess not. But anyways, while they were getting butchered, Lila and Melody um, go inside of the uh, the bathroom of, of the bus, locking the door, and you could just see a puddle of blood going inside of their, the bathroom or whatever because he's just slaughtering everybody there. Um, Melody uh, and La and then Melody and Lila escape the carnage and come across Sally. So there, there's like a window over on top of the bathroom, of course, and that's how they both escape. Um, escape, and then once they get out of the bus, that's where they meet Sally. Sally finally arrives at Harlow, and uh, uh, Sally, who locks them in the car, she tells them to get in the car and locks them in. And before entering the orphanage to finally confront Leatherface, uh, she holds him at gunpoint. Leatherface is just sitting there. And the reason, and if you guys are wondering, the reason why she tells, uh, she locks them in is because Leatherface is after, after them. So she wants to kind of use them as bait, basically. But she goes, instead, she, she locks them inside the car. She goes inside the, the orphanage. And you just see Leatherface just sitting there with the chainsaw on the floor. And uh, she holds it at gunpoint, demanding he remembers the pain he inflicted on her and her friends, but is met by only silence before Leatherface walks away. She was even saying, too, when she when she locked Melody and Lila in the church, she's like, for 50 years I've been waiting for this my whole life. I'm familiar? Laurie Strode on Halloween 2018? It's, it's, it's exactly like that. And... Uh, uh, and and when she finally meets them at gunpoint, you've been waiting for fifty fucking years, and instead you want you want him to say your name. She's like, say my name. Like, don't you remember me? I'm the one that escaped, and you killed all my friends. And Leatherface is just kind of like, and I'm like, what makes you think he's even gonna talk? He doesn't talk. For 50 years, why would he remember you? It, it just, I was like, dude, shoot him already. You're there. Shoot his ass. And you don't. You let him walk away. Uh, Leatherface then attacks the sisters in Sally's car, but they are saved by Sally, who shoots him, finally. And, of course, she starts, she does her famous, uh, like, uh, yelling and laughing at the same time. You know how she was able to escape and she kind of like has that face, that she, like menacing face where she's laughing because she's like, she completely lost it. So she kind of, it, it's somewhat of a callback to that. And she tries to shoot him and she's like, you're going to remember me now. Uh, Sally, and then uh, he somehow escapes naturally. And then Sally gives Melody the keys to drive away before pursuing Leatherface. And uh, so they get into the car, and they're about to get out, and then Leatherface ambushes and fatally injury, injures Sally. Sally shoots. She has a shotgun. She shoots twice, and it only lands on the fucking on the chainsaw. And Leatherface completely bum rushes her and uh, basically fucking puts the fucking uh, chainsaw through her tor torso and lifts her up. Lifts her up while it's going on, on complete like you that right there. It's an automatic death. The, the dude basically shoves the fucking chainsaw through her torso and lifts her up while it's while it's going. 
And Sally somehow still fuck. Uh, she's still alive because he, he, he. Once she was done, he fucking slings her out in the fucking there the trash trash bags and whatnot. And she's right there, just laid out. And uh, Melody uh, hits Leatherface with uh, Sally's car before crashing into a nearby building, because uh, Leatherface throws his fucking chainsaw through his, through the windshield, and somehow narrowly escapes the the car the car the car hitting him. Uh, Melody is trapped, but orders Lila to run away. When Leatherface, Leatherface appears, Melody apologizes for what they did to Jimmy. As he moves in to attack, Lila attempts to shoot him, but her gun is empty. Uh, Sally sh- uh, then so uh, Leatherface immediately chases after Lila, and as soon as he's about to get the give her the final blow, Sally, who I cannot fucking believe is still alive shoots Leatherface on his back, saving uh, Lila. And he flees. Before dying, she encourages Lila not to run, as she will be forever haunted by him, like as, like as she was haunted, you know, because it happened to her. Lila then takes Sally's shotgun and pursues Leatherface into an abandoned building where she is ambushed and attacked. Melody arrives and takes the Leatherface chainsaw before using it to kill him. Um, and he basically, she, uh, she basically grabs the the, the chainsaw, and she kind of just like hits Leatherface's chin, throat slash chin, and he falls into this puddle of water. It's like kind of, I guess, deep in there, I guess. And he falls in there, sinks sinks in there, and they think it's it's all over. Um, Melody arrives and takes the letter before cleaning. They escape, and Lila finds Sally's hat and puts it on before starting the morning drive. I thought that was fucking cheesy. I guess it's like a passing of the torch. Um, you know, but I was like, no, there was no need for that. If anything, it's, it's just cheesy. It's cheesy. It's funny. To me, at least. Um, however... <laughs> they they get into their car and they put it on autopilot so they, they don't want to drive because they're exhausted and they're tired and, and you know I get it Leatherface emerges is still alive and drags Melody out of the car before decapita- decapitating her with her with his chainsaw a horrified Lila watches as the self-driving car takes her out of Harlow Leatherface dance in the street with his chainsaw and Melody's head uh, so it's supposed to be Lila, you know, her like screaming and yelling, like as the car drives, it's almost as similar as, uh, Sally when she gets on that fucking trunk, uh, uh, uh at the back of the truck and she's kind of like, like yelling and screaming and whatnot. It's the same thing with this one right here, a callback, I guess. And then there's a post-credit scene shows Leatherface making his way to the house where his original massacre took place. Kind of like a Leatherface, uh, Kind of like that Leatherface um, front cover where he's like walking towards this house as a kid. It's but only this time it's full grown. And then the movie's over. Um, I think it was a somewhat of a nice touch uh, at the end. Uh, grabbing uh, Melody, taking her out of the car and decapitating her head. But you can tell like there was green screen on the back because you can see how like when they cut her, her, her head. 
you could just see a little bit of the green screen there and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, this movie would have been so much better if they had gone with like that makes it look more realistic and kind of away from the CGI, more prosthetics and more makeup and everything. But instead, they relied on the CGI heavily on this film, and that's usually normally the problem with horror films. But but the killings were great. The cinematog the cinematography on this film was great. Like I actually liked how it was filmed. Leatherface, not bad, not bad as the Leatherface. He's not bad. Um, certainly not the best. Uh, but he's definitely better than the next generation. Definitely better than uh, 3D. Uh, this one was a lot better, more more, and this one is really really gruesome. This one has a lot of blood, a lot of gore in this film. Um, my biggest takeaway, like negatives, is it's just the negative part of the film is that these characters. I I fucking hated these characters, all of them, all of them don't did the dumbest. They they did stupid, poor choices in this film, and it was so obvious. Like what, like as I mentioned, when she, that that lady when she sees Dante completely dead, she just goes into the bus and sits down, doesn't warn anybody, doesn't tell anybody that 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 Dante's dead. She just sits there and tells the bus driver not to open the door to anybody. That is stupid. It's because of you, and of course, I don't know if I told you guys. She was in that bus, and and when she manages to get uh, open the window, she gets fucking split in half. And I was like, you know what? Good, good. You fucking deserve that. You, if if you had warned that these people, they probably would. A lot of people would have survived, and and I think that would have been even better because remember, they didn't have the keys until Melody got there. So all all these people could have scattered around this town, and and and. Leatherface could have killed them one by one somehow, through, you know, through each buildings and whatnot. Granted, it's only an hour and 23 minutes, so I don't think they would have had enough time to go through all that. But it would have been a little bit better. But the, that, that bus scene was awesome. Great scenes on that and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, the characters, man, they killed it for me. The story was, it's it's the same old thing. It's the same kind of plot. There's nothing different. They, they don't explain anything different on this film. It's, it's just an aging uh, Leatherface. And, of course, that post-credits at the end just made it seem like uh, there's going to be a part two, depending on how well they do with this film. Um, is it one of the best? No. No, not at all. I still prefer the OG and the 2003 film of this franchise. But this one, I, it's definitely, like as I mentioned, it's better than the 3d and it's better than the next generation that i'll give it this movie in a way it's not meant to be taken too serious clearly it's just one of those movies i like you just want to pop in kind of turn off your brain and just kind of you know just watch the film and this is it one of those movies that you can i can can i could i see myself playing it like during halloween yes yes of course uh, i can definitely just put this movie on uh, during during the October month and just playing this film and just, you know, watching horror films throughout. And I'm pretty sure this one will, I will more than likely watch it around that time. So uh, there's that. Uh, let's get to my rating, guys. I'm going to give it a six. It's borderline. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too different. You know, it's borderline, take it or leave it kind of film. If you're a fan of this franchise right here, 
you might be a little bit disappointed because, of course, the diehard Leatherface fans out there, they're always going to prefer, prefer the OG over these new ones that are coming out. And, you look, I get it, you know, because uh, because a lot of them are going to really complain about the CGI. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. The CGI is going to just completely piss them off. But uh, it's just one of those kind of fun movies just to put on it's only 90 minutes just just watch it for like entertainment purposes and that that's pretty much what it is and that's pretty much what it's going for so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a six it's uh it's uh borderline borderline so uh that's pretty much it on my review here guys uh let me know on instagram if you agree or disagree with me on my uh review and my rating for this film did you guys like it did you guys dislike it what did i miss uh on this film did i miss something that you guys maybe i should have explained uh in the episode let me know guys it's on instagram uh, spoiler real spoiler underscore reels and you guys can let me know there uh that is it guys keep watching movies uh yeah you know whenever you have time check the new texas chainsaw massacre 2022 it's on netflix no rush don't rush it you know just take your time whenever you get a chance uh all right guys that's pretty much it see you guys on the next episode